Hi, this is Arik. And Aurelia. And we're here to talk about life and interesting things. Well, so we think, but as always, in the end, you're the judge of that. Either way, what we have to talk about is... Ageless! Awesome, so happy to be here. So, um, I wanted to ask you today, in today's podcast, is um, if you could just talk about what is uh, Sanskara. Samskara. Samskara. Mm. I think I would like to start with reminding everybody that energy cannot be created nor destroyed. Mm. So um, energy just is mm-hmm. and it's always going to be there. So Samskara falls right within that concept mm-hmm. so that means that we and everything else on this planet is mm, releasing energy mm-hmm. okay yeah like even though you know we may not see it and most of us are not aware of it we are just bundles of energy mm-hmm and the um, space around us is energy also. Mm-hmm. Like we are swimming in a field of energy. And so we can imagine like this, that like a drop of rain is water and if it falls into a puddle of water you know it still has an impact right Mm -hmm. and so even though we are energy and everything around us in energy like we're still having an impact and so no matter whatever we do whatever we say leaves a trace in this sea of energy around us and this is samskara Mm -hmm. so it's like energy imprints yes Mm -hmm. and and are they like spider webs like do they go away eventually or like can you walk into them or they will never go away oh my god Mm -hmm. it's really intense if you think about how old the earth is Mm -hmm. very and if you are um, empathic mm-hmm. or clairsentient, yeah, you know, which some of us are, yeah, like you will feel each and every one of these samsaric imprints. I know that, man. Yes, you do. I totally know that. I mean, it's it's so interesting for me. It's like I think I can feel energies probably more than I see them. I see energies, mm-hmm. but I I feel like I feel more than I see. If that makes sense. Yeah. And these feelings, I mean, thank God I was born on Earth because at least I have some level of calibration to what this whole worldwide web of energy imprint is. <laughs> but yeah, I I can feel like a um if you go into like a a building for example and can feel something like happened mm. you know like something happened here 
Yeah, or you drive along a road and you can feel if there was a, like an accident or something. You know, usually it's, thankfully, <laughs> just the really, really big imprints that have like a huge uh, emotional impact, like a huge emotional energy attached. The energy that, in motion, yeah. Yeah, that uh -huh. we can pick up on. Like yeah. if a murder happens somewhere oh my God, yeah. or you know some and, some jurisdictions you have to like declare when a murder happened in the house when it goes on the market yes mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. yeah. but it's also you know because um you can walk into these situations and i mean you just we all had this experience like that we go somewhere and it looks like so wonderful and yet we do not feel comfortable yeah and that usually is a sign that something has happened and this could have been yesterday or it could have been a thousand years ago it really does not matter it just depends on the emotional impact and how much has been layered on top of it so do you think like what we're going through with the pandemic is creating samskar like these energy imprints yes definitely uh -huh. how so because uh, this whole pandemic is ruled by nothing else but intense amounts of fear. Okay, and mm -hmm. fear can create energy imprints or it's an effect of an energy imprint? Or... Both. Both. Because, you know, it creates it. Mm -hmm. Like, let's say I am terrified of something that's happening. And then, you know, I'm outside. Let's say I'm outside and... Uh, I see a snake on the ground and mm -hmm. I'm, let's say, terrified of snakes, which I'm not, but let's say I am. Yeah. You know, then I go like, oh, my God. And this creates an imprint of fear. Uh -huh. Now, the next person comes and walks into that and just had a fight with their partner mm -hmm. and is afraid that the relationship might go belly up. Right. And so they step into that energy of fear mm -hmm. and their own fear is being aggravated, which basically then they walk on and like they drop their fear on top of the other one. Wow. It, and like it compounds. It compounds. Mm -hmm. That's insane. And so the mm -hmm. more often that happens, mm -hmm. the greater it becomes. Mm -hmm. And so... So everyone's afraid now of, I guess on the surface level, I have to say everyone's afraid of contracting COVID-19. Yes. So that compounds. So whatever our, like our life was like or has become uh, when it first broke out, then that fear, is our, our pre-existing fears, the pre-processing in yes. a way, the pre-existing fears get compounded by the the fear that we're being reminded and instilled with every single day yes this is i guess like a brainwashing even then like if you're compounding if you're compounding fear on top of fear on top of fear and if the mind just follows suit like that then you can completely manipulate someone's mind like that 100 percent, because you know all you do is then wherever you go and you know these are many people because it's a pandemic pandemic so we can say it's like the whole world yeah <laughs> It's like so everybody has it and everybody drops their droppings of fear for lack of a better image. You know, so then 
wherever you go, like you pick up on this fear and mm -hmm. uh, unless you have like decades of meditation under your belt and like real good mind control and awareness, you know, you cannot think of anything else anymore. Okay. You are just being caught and paralyzed by fear. So what if you don't have all these, you know, decades of practice and stuff? Like, what can you do? What, like, what kind of tools or techniques? I mean, I know for one, like, the new moon meditation that's coming up for um, in May that I'm hosting is 100% about eliminating these negative energies or mm. these imprints, you know, cleaning them up, you know, as much as one can. Yeah, and right? I dare say that everybody who signs up already has, like, you know, a certain amount of meditation under their belt because if I would think, you know, you... Or just to be really blunt about it, if we offered that to our maid, who is with us, you know, five days a week, mm -hmm. she would not be interested. Mm -hmm. You know, but everybody who is interested already has like a certain amount of spirituality um, developed and cultivated. Mm -hmm. So, And it's still hard. Oh, it's still really, really hard. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that it's extremely hard. So basically, there's not much, it's like a little bit too late if you haven't you know, chosen to do like a self-transformation path. It It's like kind of like already very difficult to... It's never too late. Like this mm -hmm. is for sure, this is the beauty about self-transformation. Mm -hmm. It never is too late. But, you know, what needed to happen as a catalyst... Mm -hmm. To want to start on that path, I do not know. Nobody right. can know because this is very individual and right. Of course. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, our maid could surprise me tomorrow well, and maybe, say, "Hey, sign me up." I, I think an important thing would be like to just stop being in fear, like just stop compounding on top of it. Mm. Yeah, that that could be one thing. Like I said, but you are... can't do that without meditating. No, really. no you can't really. because if you don't have like a clear vessel, then it's just very easy to believe in the illusion. Yes, you know, and, and to believe and, in the delusion and the illusion. And what rather would happen then mm -hmm. is, is that you know you go and take drugs or you know yeah. you go and drink alcohol. Yeah. And, that you do some sort of escapism right? rather than saying, oh my God, you know, there's something wrong or, mm -hmm. hey, like out of the corner of my ear, I heard that there could be another way. It's just, or people are just um, pretending that they can run away from their fears. And as it stands right now, if we just stay with the pandemic, even though, of course, there are many, many other occurrences of samskara happening. But if we talk pandemic, then right now, the best drug that for most people who are fearful is available is the vaccine. Okay. And I mean, I sometimes have to say, you know, if it wouldn't be so tragic, it would be hilarious. Because yeah. 
I mean, what was it? What did we say? Okay, so you get the vaccine, but not like any other vaccine. I mean, I had, I've been vaccinated as a baby, you know, for all kinds of stuff. And that was that. I got this vaccine once as a baby. And now I'm vaccinated. I'm not getting these diseases. But here I get vaccinated and then I get vaccinated again. And then I have to probably get vaccinated. What have we heard? Once I think I think monthly. Good. I, it, from the research, obviously the mm -hmm. things that I know, and if you just read some of the websites mm -hmm. of these manufacturers of the injection, yeah. they're talking about you know software updates. But let's just say you know mm -hmm. you have to do it more than uh, mm -hmm. now once, and then it and it's good for a lifetime. Plus, it's not making you immune. Right. You know. <laughs> you, you still can't. can contract yeah. the disease, mm -hmm. which to me is outrageous. Why would I want a vaccine if I can I'm tell not you immune? Why. I mean, uh -huh. I am just like, you know, still getting that. And then um, the next thing is I can still contaminate my fellow person. <laughs> I mean, I think this is quite insane. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, you know, I still also have to observe all the lockdown rules. I mean, so seriously, what's the great escape from having that vaccine? And that's part of, you know, the fear. Right. Like using the samskara of fear and then drop into that fear, the saving grace by the name of the vaccine. Uh-huh. So the solution to fear is a saving grace. Like yes. someone's going to come save me yes. from my fear. Yes. Which is impossible because yes. only you can save yourself from fear by becoming fearless or by yes. you know like stop mm -hmm. being afraid because yes. fear is not even a is not even real. Mm -hmm. It's like these energy imprints they use us to manifest fear. Yes. Because, you know, whatever. And you can die from fear. Yeah. You go into a complete hyper, you know, anxiety mm -hmm. state and, you know, the amygdala kicks in and starts shutting down systems and, you know, yeah. God forbid. You can do that as well as you can die from COVID. I mean, I would be the last person to say that this is all not true. I mean, of course, you know, this exists. Yeah, like, totally. It's very diseases true. Diseases you know, exist and people, God forbid, die from them. It's horrible. It's horrible and that's but, but, just but what it is. But this is about but, this. If you make the saving grace something outside of yourself, then you are in a way codependent with it. Yeah. In a way, meaning like... There's no way something in the material world can really heal fear. Yeah, it cannot. Yeah. But on the other hand, if you make whatever it is your savior, that, no mm -hmm. amount of reason mm -hmm. will convince you that this is illogical. So a buildup of fear then makes it easier to serve the salvation. Yes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Because yeah. even if like all these things that you're saying, like I still have to wear my mask, I still have to do abstand, like social distancing, I still have, to, you know, I can still contract it, I can still give it to people. So, you know, this really has nothing to do with anything. 
doesn't sound like it uh-huh. to me but you know uh-huh. i mean and i am not saying that not i'm the one person who is completely deluded but to my rational capacity it just doesn't make sense right it does not make sense and because you're not afraid no it's easier for you to make sense out of things yeah right mm-hmm. right yeah so the fear is the real plague the fear is the real plague uh-huh. and you know when we are outside like let's say we're going outside regularly obviously walking Saya, our mm-hmm. cute little sheba dog mm-hmm. and so of course you know i feel all these some scars like all these holes of fears and some are really 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 deep mm. and it's sometimes very difficult to stay detached and to how should i call it okay so if somebody can dump their drops of fear into these some scarring energy scars okay so then of course that can also be dumped like good energy yeah so as we are walking and this is of course you know that so this is for our audience like we're walking out there and we are dumping like a lot of light like in a way we try to stuff the hole with light yeah so that then the next time somebody walks you know they can get a breather from their fear Mm -hmm. because all of a sudden it's like a moment of lightness Mm -hmm. and um, you do see it and you feel it Mm -hmm. where we're going yeah 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 it's tons of survival patterns yes you know like in gear so and you know what happens with survival patterns me first yeah of course get the heck out of my way Mm -hmm. it's like there's the buffet i haven't eaten in six weeks get out of my way (laughs) you know those Mm -hmm. are my tongs Mm -hmm. yeah that's right and that's that's intense compounding of you know in, information and data and all of that so mm-hmm. there's a lot of fear to be addressed yes so it creates an energy imprint but it's also created by an energy imprint because it's not the first time you know the earth has seen waves of fear like this mm. It hasn't. Mm-hmm. However, it's the first time that there are 8 billion people. And such a widestream ma- media. Mm-hmm. You know, like where you can just, you know, it's in your hands all the time. Yes. Because even in the World War, I mean, you had radio and TV and it wasn't like in your hand. Yeah. I mean, not like how it is, like basically almost in your brain. Yeah, I do not know that because, you know, I wasn't alive during the war, but no, but I'm, I'm pretty just, sure that there was like the technology. Whites, widespread fear everywhere mm-hmm. however it still stands that there weren't as many people which means you know there were still probably pockets where you could step and they were free of fear right right yeah of course yeah of course 
Yeah, so when someone is in a state of fear, it's a lot easier to control them. Mm-hmm. Not only easier, let me think, but I believe that this is the only way somebody can be controlled. Mm-hmm. So when we when when someone wants to control somebody else, basically you want them to be in fear. Yeah. So you like tell them stories or intimidate them or create FOMO create FOMO oh yeah on a very basic basic level you know like I want to sell something and so I create the fear of missing out Mm -hmm. and that's a very real fear because remember that movie where are the Joneses yeah (laughs) yeah that's all about FOMO this is advertising amounts of fear that's like the original influencer yes the miserable influencers yeah (laughs) more than you Mm. realize (laughs) so you know this is where this goes so yeah you have to have uh, created fear first Mm -hmm. in order to uh, control somebody somebody who has no fear cannot be controlled or manipulated it's right it's just not working because why, how, why? Because if you do not have fear, you know, you always have your faculties and you can step right. aside or out of the situation and get a bigger perspective. And from that bigger perspective, you know, then you can decide what to do. That makes a lot of sense because, you know, you have one one thousandth of a second to respond to any situation wisely with mature maturity without being egotistical and reactive and fear-based one one thousandth of a second not a lot and yeah you need a lot of meditation a lot of bouncings a lot of you know work to be able to get to that because you know even if like we just take it you know out of the pandemic but make it about ourselves like we go into fear so many times in the course of a day yes Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh my God, I did this wrong, you know, or I made the wrong turn. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be late or, mm-hmm. you know, I had a typo or something, you know, mm-hmm. like all the fears that are being triggered mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. yeah. One one thousandth of a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to be able to um, operate out of bullet time. Otherwise, it is not possible. Yeah. Like, because if you are just, like, emoting, mm-hmm. you know, like, like, the energy just moves you along. You know, there is no way that's that really, you can make an yeah, informed decision. That's right. And if you're not in bullet time, you're being rushed around and things are yeah. speeding up. And that's probably why time is so fast, because there's so much fear. Oh, that's an interesting perspective. I think that this is true. Because, I mean, if... Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, what is time, right? Mm -hmm. Like, time is by the bounds of time and space, the laws Mm -hmm. of time and space. But if you're in fear, then you're totally in time and space because, you know, then it's the material, where's my salvation, where's my saving grace, whatever. But if, like, the whole planet's in fear, I mean, it's May. Mm -hmm. It's May right now. It's unbelievable. I don't know, guys, how you are dealing with that, but for me... I mean, when we did the podcast today, and to me it felt like, okay, just normal, you know, like we're doing our podcast, but then we looked and we did it at Easter. Yeah. We're like, oh my God. And then it's, yes, 
We are in the middle of May, which means before you know it, half of the year is gone. If I didn't have astrological seasons, I really wouldn't care what the date is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I go with the energies of, and it and it kind of slows things down. It's like I'm in Aries season now. We're in Taurus season, and that that feels longer than Mm -hmm. January and February and March and April and May. You know. Yes. It's really interesting mm-hmm. that way to think of it like that, like, mm. you know, how we're anyhow. Yeah. During that time, it, you know, just shifting gears really mm-hmm. quick in terms of like spring cleaning. Um, we did a, uh, a cleanse. Yeah. A did. really, a really intense cleanse. Yeah, we did. Um, we did it in shifts because, yeah. you know, with all things cleanses, it's very unpredictable <laughs> what your schedule is going to be. But it was yeah. a really <laughs> intense, uh, like, biofilm cleanse. Yeah. And it was probably one of the most difficult cleanses <laughs> I've ever done, right? Because, you know, you cannot eat for four days. And mm. uh, it's really And not intense. only can you not eat, you have to drink that sludge. That was, yeah. <laughs> at, at, at the, the last day, I was like, I really... Sludge in, I've sludge had out. It. I've had it. I almost was throwing, <laughs> up, throwing it right back up. Like, gag reflex. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that, I think it's like, there's also Sam's like energy imprints within your body Absolutely. that then manifest, yes. you know? And so it's really important to like get that out as well, like yes. however possible. And I'm not saying like, that's the salvation, but it's a tool that you can use to eliminate physical imprints on physical, uh, the physical realm. Yeah. And we also want to remember, you know, that uh, within biofilm, there is a lot of non-human DNA stored. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want to be too gross, but there's lots of parasites and everything, you know, that is not human. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so all of that, you know, if it takes, um, if, it, if it's going to be too much, it will interfere with your thinking process. Absolutely. And in these times, like what we have talked about before, that it has become so difficult to stay rational with all the fear around, every little thing helps. And if, you know, I have to drink sludge for four days to get rid of a lot of, Mm -hmm. you know, non-human DNA, Mm -hmm. then that's totally worth it. Yeah. Yeah. And so biofilm, like, it's very easily explained, like, naturopathically biofilm is like it's like the plaque on your teeth and it gets stuck in your intestines and a cleanse this cleanse what it did was it gets behind the biofilm dislodges it and then and then it like flushes it out of your system Hmm. and it's really intense and i mean i went through a really intense surgery like you know in my life and and so that was being exposed to the anesthesia and all those things like that was stored in there Hmm. you know like yeah. with the biofilm that all of us accumulate just by living on earth with all these beings that, you know, inhabit mm. it or seen and unseen. So it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's good to do that mm-hmm. to clear. So you can have a clear mind. So you have a better chance at your faculties so that you can think clearly and without fear. So yes. it's always important to think like, okay, is this product, is it going to help me to think clearly or is it going to think for me? <laughs> ah, that's a good one. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, there's just some food for thought. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, good. So then I hope everyone listening can 
become a little bit more fearless. Mm. <laughs> and if not, you know, <laughs> just use our amazing essential oil blend fearless. Yeah, this it's is really great. Mm -hmm. I really, really just can recommend it. Definitely because, helps with that one one thousandth of a second. Yeah, mm -hmm. because if anybody is now under the impression, you know that. Uh, we, or I can only speak for myself, are entirely fearless. I have to tell you, oh no, I wish. <laughs> I mean, there are times where I'm entirely fearless. However, I have to be as mindful as the next person mm -hmm. to really stay centered mm -hmm. within myself. Mm -hmm. Because guess what? If I am not careful, I can have a panic attack as soon as anybody else. Yeah. But I think like, I don't know, like for me, it's like, I think you can choose to become fearless. Yeah. And, and you say, I'm like, maybe I'm afraid, but I'm fearless. Yes, I, I overcome that. That of yeah. course is true. I am aware of those situations yeah. when fear starts to haunt me then i can say okay stop or yeah. if i cannot help myself and i say okay can you talk me out of it i feel like yeah. there's this fear attack yeah. upon yeah. me oh totally you know? and that's and that's definitely onslaughted on to mm -hmm. us as well and i think anyone who can't admit that needs to probably you know look at arrogance because yeah. you know the fear is there yes the fear is totally there and even if it's not your own you're like Definitely. completely exposed and instilled and, you know, because remember, it's a control mechanism. Yes. And we think it's something that is going to like fear keeps us safe. We think it's something that's useful to us, but it's really just a control mechanism, mm -hmm. whether it's coming from within your own ego or coming from someone else's ego that wants to control you. It's still a control mechanism. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because fear is a false experience appearing real. It is not real. That's right, it's just that's a control right, mechanism. And it's very easy to say that and even more difficult to overcome it when it happens. Mm -hmm. But it needs to be done. It needs to be done. Because if not, fear is going to overwhelm us mm -hmm. in ways that we do not even know are happening. Right. And the difference between using something that is like their saving grace versus something that helps you heal the fear is exactly that. Mm -hmm. So I use something in the material world to overcome, like, you know, the fear, then that's not going to work because that's just going to create more work, mm -hmm. you know, more work yes. down the line. But if I say I'm using something to help me heal the fear, like, you know, to really heal it and to remind myself what it is or whatever it is that you're yeah. going through, then that's the difference because sometimes it's like, well, what's the difference between you know, like using essential oil and then, you know, or like drinking like whiskey. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, one is healing and one is suppressing. Yes. You know, and so, you know, we let you guys connect the dots with that and, you know, listen between the lines. But that's kind of like what you need to be mindful of. Yes, absolutely. So. And, you know, once you have reached a state of fearlessness and even though it may just be moments be prepared for a huge backlash because the ego is watching. Wow. Mm -hmm. And you pay for every second of fearlessness with like an onslaught 
of it's like cockroaches you know coming out of all that's the amazing corners. because this new moon is about uh we get we get to access our preprocessor in our minds mm -hmm. like that's like the thinking the monitoring before you actually have a thought yeah oh wow mm -hmm. it's very interesting and i think like what you're saying is like if we are fearless the ego is watching yes and that's also that pre-processing yes so the ego saying aha so look they're like they're fearless with this they're fearless with that this is a little bit shaky like you know knocking <laughs> yes, on the wall like where's exactly. where's the wood and where's the Where's the weak part of the wall? Yes. Like where are we? Where can we put the nail? Where can we not put the nail? Uh -huh. Because where we can't put the nail, that's where we're gonna hit. Yeah. And that's that pre-processing because you can't really change the way, the thoughts that you have until you change reprogram that pre-processor. Yes, absolutely. And the ego is constantly always updating itself with, where are we now? And that's why you should never really rest on your laurels. Yeah. Did anybody remember that from the matrix mr smith how they're always upgrades yeah that's what Arik just was talking about yeah. so yeah mm -hmm. monthly updates <laughs> leave it at that yeah oh and i have to say one more thing like because uh, you know all things uh, digital currencies and cryptos that you know there's a um a shiba inu uh cryptocurrency like the dodgecoin <laughs> And uh, I just have to say, Say is so much cuter than so the Shiba. So much cuter. <laughs> All right. So anyhow, this ending on a light note. Yes. Uh, this has been Arik. And Aurelia. And you've just listened to an episode of Ageless. Ageless. Please subscribe, comment, like, ask us your questions, and share this with anyone in your reality that you think needs to hear it. Okay, guys. See you next time. Bye. Bye.